Oh no, there's another squad attacking. Welcome to the third party in Apex Legends podcast hosted by myself, Shay, and joined as always by my co-host, Henry. Henry, how you doing, man? <laughs> doing better than you. Yeah. Definitely not sounding 100%. We'll try to take it easy on your voice Let's, today. Uh, can we make me sound better in post, uh, Gavin? Let's work on that right now. Uh, maybe there's a not yeah, sick filter. It. Yeah, we'll, we'll figure it out. Yeah, yeah still under the weather. And... Uh, Push it through because it's it's a good day to talk Apex. And we got a great topic today. We're talking about some shotguns, the PK versus the Eva Eight, an episode we've kind of been wanting to do for a long time, and I feel like it's been getting the short end of the stick in terms of getting pushed down. So I'm glad we're finally uh, setting the time aside to do this one. Um, before we get into it, though, if you want a question answered, ask it in our Discord channel meant for questions, or leave it in the form of a five star review on Apple Podcasts. Follow us on Twitter at Kirkrudoche and at HP Person. Links for all those are in the description, as always. If you want to support the show, get access to episodes without ads, early, behind-the-scenes content, extra episodes entirely, you can hit the link down in the episode description and all the bios for our social media to join our Patreon page. We've had a massive influx of members in the last few weeks. We'd love to have you join that community. They have their own private Discord and get to decide what episodes we do on a monthly basis. So go check it out over there. We'd love to have you join. Yeah, it'd be a blast for sure. Let's dive into it though. I mean, straight into it as always on Saturdays. Like I said at the top here, PK versus Eva talking shotguns. Got some awesome numbers. And shotguns are always a fun one to talk about numbers with because I think there's a lot of people that can make the non-number argument for shotgun and we'll probably get into that conversation as well but i think it's a great way to at least compare them internally so walk us through kind of what we're doing today the shotguns as a whole and uh kick us off yeah you're, you're absolutely right that there's that subjective feel factor and we're going to go into that for sure um we have been wanting to do this episode for a long time actually um even last season, uh, I kind of wanted to do this episode because um, we hadn't talked about shotguns in a long time. But at the top of this season, there was a massive sweeping buff to the EVA 8. I would say probably the largest buff in a single sweep that we've ever seen uh, to one gun before. Like We had rate of fire increases. We had hop-ups coming back. Um, it was just kind of crazy uh, in terms of how impactful it was. And then we also increased, you know, the reload speed and added the stock. And so lots of big impactful things for the EVA. And so we just have to now reassess, is the EVA better than the Peacekeeper? Mm -hmm. Because coming from last season, there was no contest. Like Peacekeeper was the best shotgun far and above. There was really no reason to use anything else. So the question is, has that changed uh, going into this season? Yeah, I'm excited to kind of dive into it because, you know, worst case scenario, I think people get to say, awesome, the PK is still the best gun. It's my favorite shotgun. And best case scenario, we get to say Eve was getting some time to shine. And we're always fans of the meta switching up within classes and stuff. It keeps things interesting. We've had Eva seasons before and uh, kind of get you the details on if this is an Eva season as well. Yeah, and just kind of a, a maybe a warning 
when we do talk about numbers with shotguns, it's really hard. You know, like we're doing our best to capture what it's like to actually use a shotgun. But the thing is, we don't know the exact damage numbers because it all is subdivided into pellets. And so no matter if you're, whether you're in the air, aiming down sights, behind cover, you may not deal the same damage every single time you fire uh, the shotgun. So it's very variable, um, but we have some ideas that we'll try to even that out across at least the Peacekeeper and the EVA. So there's a few numbers that are definitely solid, but the fact of the matter is when we think about time to kill, shots to kill, that is only one perspective. And it depends on, do you hit all of those pellets? And that is such a, an unknown variable um, in Apex. There's definitely hard guns to look at and compare. So I think you, you're going to do a great job walking us through it and getting people the details they need. And like you said, we'll talk about the feel and some of that other stuff in between as well. Yeah. So first things first. Um, we talk about Peacekeeper versus Eva. Reason I like the Eva uh, more than the Peacekeeper right off the bat is the magazine size. You know, it's coming in with eight and the Peacekeeper has five. For me, that's a big, big difference. Um, but obviously, this is just the very beginning of the comparison. When we think about reload across those very different magazine sizes, Peacekeeper has a tactical reload of 2.5 and then a full reload of an extra second of 3.5. This is, again, your friendly reminder. Try to reload before firing the last shot in the mag. It adds a lot of uh, extra time to actually do a full reload. If time. you listen to the podcast, all of our podcasts, and you can only take away one piece of intel, I think that's the one you should take away. And you're going to be a better Apex player because of it. When it's close quarters and the stakes are high, like having that bit of knowledge in the back of your mind is uh, very, very impactful. Because as we know, most time to kills for fully automatic weapons are about a second. So if you can save a second of standing still reloading, you should do yeah. it. Yeah, And with gun run, probably more uh, impactful than ever with the amount of close range engagements people are uh, playing if they're in that mode. Totally. Um, when it comes to the reload speed of the EVA, this season we added the stock as an attachment. So if you have a purple stock, that's going to decrease your reload time on the EVA 8. So without any sort of stock, you're looking at a tactical reload of 2.75 and a full reload of 3 seconds. So honestly, that's pretty unique because we're a little bit slower than the tactical on the PK, but a little bit faster than the full. So definitely in the middle in terms of the reload, hard to you know award a winner there. Um, but when we have the purple stock, that drops the tactical reload of the EVA down to 2.48. So just below the tactical of the PK, and then 2.7 on the full reload. So that's where you see just a crazy difference uh, on having a purple stock on the EVA, you're pretty much dropping that full reload to just above the Peacekeeper's tactical reload, which I think is a pretty meaningful difference. But what really matters, but is also hard to really determine, is the damage. 
So the Peacekeeper, if you're hitting all the pellets to the body, you're going to do 99 damage. Really interesting number, Mm -hmm. because if it was just one more, then this could have that potential of having that two-shot kill way more consistently without needing to hit any headshots. Um, So 99. Eva 8 has that max body damage if you hit all the pellets of 56. So that's a pretty big difference, honestly. Um, But when we take a look at the time to kill, so this is going to factor in that rate of fire and that damage. Peacekeeper against white armor with no shotgun bolt or anything like that is going to have a time to kill of 2.05 seconds. That is very, very slow. And it's just because it takes so much time to rechamber. If you are using the EVA 8 with no bolt against white armor, body shots only, you're going to have a time to kill of 1.16. Very, very fast relative to the Peacekeeper in an early game situation. But that's not the full picture because you also have to look at, well, how hard is it to actually achieve that knock? So with the Peacekeeper, you're looking at a shots to kill against white armor of two. Now, if you only hit 50% of the pellets, which I think is a pretty decent assumption. We all know if you've ever picked up a shotgun, you're hitting somebody for 7, 11, 13, 18, whatever. You're hitting these really small damage uh, amounts. So to assume that maybe you're hitting 50% of the pellets on average probably levels out. If you're hitting 1 for 18, 1 for 99, we can kind of make the assumption that for the most part, you're hitting 50% of the total damage. Do you think that's fair, Shay? Yeah, I think that's a fair assumption to make. I mean, we always talk about the shotguns being a very high skill cap gun because the very good players hit the best of their hit the most pellets. And I think speaking to not those people, because I think there's probably like 60 of those players in the world, like not even all Preds are that good. Is the most realistic thing to do, and I think fifty percent is a good uh, a good number to take because it very well might be one hundred percent once and then zero percent the next time. So if we kind of yeah. look at the average, I think you're you're feeling in a lot better spot when we compare these numbers. Yeah. So if you were to only hit fifty percent of the pellets on the peacekeeper against white armor, only body shots, that's going to increase that shot to kill up to three. So. That's going to kind of balance it out. What that means in terms of that magazine size is that accuracy-wise, you have to hit 40% of your shots if you hit 100% of the pellets, or 60% of your shots if you're going to be hitting 50% of the pellets. So that's a lot of crazy math and percentages, but essentially, that kind of more realistic accuracy number is going to be closer to 60% than 40%. Add context, which is the whole reason that we're here, we throw in the EVA. So shots to kill against white is going to be three. But if you're only hitting 50% of the pellets, that's going to go all the way up to six because it just has such a much lower damage amount. What that means on the accuracy range, though, is a little bit more favorable in some ways because it has a mag size that has three more potential shots. So if you hit 100% of the pellets, you're hitting 56 every single time, you're only going to have to hit 37% of your shots. 
But if you're only hitting 50% of the pellets, that's going to go all the way up to 75. Now, my first kind of bias towards that EVA 8 is, wow, 37%. That looks so good. That Mm -hmm. sounds so good. I love to be in that range. But the fact of the matter is, Peacekeeper is hitting 40%. Yeah. 37, 40, very, very close. And then, you know, the bigger gap is going to be on that top end. If you're only hitting 50% of the pellets on the EVA, 75% accuracy compared to 60 on the Peacekeeper, early game, you find yourself kind of in a tussle as to which one is better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the EVA has more shots, has a faster full reload. That's kind of an outlier number. And then that time to kill against white is very, very good. But you have to hit a lot of shots and you have to hit a lot of pellets. And once we get to the subjective part of the episode, we can talk about you know the spread and pellet size. But face value, it's not over you know, at this point. We're only getting started. Yeah, I think that's very fair. But it, it is an interesting conversation to have that I think these guns are... I don't want to say like closer, but they're they're I think more different than ever with the changes to the Eva, and you kind of see that in the numbers yeah. and the style as well, which is different than it's been in the past. So uh, it makes for an interesting comparison. It really does. Um, but like that early game, it's close. Um, but I think you could probably be pretty successful with either, depending on your personal preference. Um, I might lean a little bit to the EVA based off of just the speed of that time to kill early on and the mag size being a little forgiving. But the truth is, shots to kill, the accuracy, it, it might be a wash. Now, if we kick it to the end game and we're talking about purple armored enemies with purple shotgun bolts, where does the time to kill fall between the PK and the EVA? Well, the Peacekeeper is going to stay pretty slow on the time to kill. Um, at 2.38 seconds. The EVA is going to come in at 1.2. Much, much faster. Still, nothing really changes. But I think what might surprise people is that the EVA 8 can attach a double double tap trigger. You think, all Mm -hmm. right, we're going to have a burst. It's going to speed things up. Wonderful. Well, just like any burst weapon, not being able to fire consistently. And as a reminder, the EVA 8 auto is a fully automatic shotgun. So you can fire it consistently. Um, With the double tap or any burst, there's going to be a gap between those shots, of course. So actually, the time to kill with double double tap is slower uh, than without. You're looking at 1.5 seconds compared to 1.2 without the hotbox. Which is crazy, honestly, just in terms of like we always think of adding a hop-up as being an upgrade and across the mark, and it's a stylistic change more so than anything else. 100% stylistic, and we'll talk more about that and kind of the stylistic uh, part of the episode, but in terms of the numbers, you are not getting a straight-up advantage uh, by using that hop-up. Now, in terms of shots to kill against purple armor, PK is coming in at three. Eva is coming in at four. If you're only hitting 50% of those pellets, that Peacekeeper is getting bumped up by one to four, and the Eva is going to double and go to eight. What that means on the accuracy requirement is if you're only hitting 50% of the pellets, 
Peacekeeper, you have to hit 80% of your shots in the late game. Eva, you have to hit 100% of your shots. So, you know, it's no surprise to anybody that shotguns are hard to use. That only increases as you go later into the game. Um, We've talked about this before a long, long time ago, but the progression of extended mags Mm -hmm. or shotgun bolts is not proportional to the progression of hit points and armor. Like the defense has the advantage, um, which is, you know, pretty much a staple in most games all the way to chess <laughs> um, that, you know, defense can have a advantage. Um, definitely the case with shotguns that they don't get better later into the game. They get a little less effective, honestly, um, just in terms of the straight up numbers. One of the questions uh, that is definitely for the number section is something that we try to preach is try to choose your weapons by what attachments you have. So if you land and you pick up a gold light mag, Mm -hmm. we're going to try to use that gold light mag. All right. We're not Mm going to say, oh, the flatline's my favorite. I don't care. (laughs) I'm, you know, going to use a a no mag or a blue mag flatline over something with a, with a gold mag. Um, so in this context, if you find a purple shotgun bolt, where would you rather have that peacekeeper or Eva? We definitely haven't made a decision as to which one is better. Yeah. At this point in the numbers comparison, but I think it's really fascinating to look at how the shotgun bolts impact the PK and the Eva in terms of their rounds per minute. You have a a common shotgun bolt on the Peacekeeper. You're going to have a rounds per minute of 57. With the EVA, it's going to be 152. Massive, massive massive difference difference just in terms of their their rounds per minute. When we go all the way up to purple, that's going to increase or decrease kind of that rate of fire Mm -hmm. for the Peacekeeper to be 51. And then the EVA 8 is going to be 179. So really not proportional differences. I don't think one is more effective than the other, but I think it was nice to to take a look at just the rate of fire and how it can be so much faster on the EVA. And honestly, since the change this season, one of my first reactions to using the EVA more and more is the rate of fire, if you're using it fully automatic, is almost too yes. fast. You know, mm-hmm. you, you kind of you almost want to burst it or a uh, be a little cautious on the trigger because it's that fast. So some ways that can be really good. We're looking at a very fast time to kill with the EVA right now, but in terms of controllability and that subjective part, maybe you're missing too many shots and that's forcing an early reload, which will kill you. So it's that got to look out. It's for that. that old R9 kind of uh, problem mm-hmm. back when the R9 was meta of like super crazy time to kill oh my god it shoots so fast it's like is it even worth it for you know the the non-pro apex player essentially and i think that was a debate we had a lot of times and i 100 percent echo what you're saying and how you feel in terms of it almost coming across too fast and as you know i've already been a pretty bad eva player before this so it's definitely made it harder but increases the ceiling to a really really cool spot yeah i think now is kind of the time that we get to talk about those more subjective uh, components of each of these weapons and then the feel of them as well, because 
whatever you're going to be more comfortable with is probably going to be more effective regardless of the mm-hmm. numbers. And honestly, the Peacekeeper and the Eva have very different play styles. Right off the bat, you know, if you're looking for a close range peak weapon, it's Peacekeeper all day. You know, if you're able to deal that high damage uh, and get back behind cover, there's no real reason to look any closer to the numbers because that's the use case that the EVA 8 just can't really excel in. And outside of just kind of behind cover and stuff, that, that's a lot of high-level play is those bubble fights and those Newcastle fights mm-hmm. uh, on walls and the tactical. And so that's kind of why the PK has, I think, always continued to be popular is that really good peak damage, which is a, a big part of the game for a lot of people. Um, yeah, I mean, I think that's an interesting conversation of how important is that to most players. Um, but knowing that that's kind of the use case is a, is a good thing to consider. For sure. So kind of going one at a time, I guess, and focusing on each peacekeeper. Like we just said, kind of is at its peak because of its high damage output. But you also have that component that it has a hop-up, the kinetic feeder. Um, you know, I think the sliding to automatically reload um, is a little bit of a gimmick. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. it can be nice when you're in kind of medium range engagements. Maybe you're sliding back and forth or forward, backwards. Um, but I think the big thing with that kinetic feeder is reducing the choke Definitely. time um, so that you can have more damage, have more range. Yeah, I agree 100%. I, I love the kinetic feeder. I've told you it's one of my favorite hop ups. And we, I know we've kind of gone back and forth on this one. But as someone, I think that naturally slides a lot. Uh, when they're in fights and stuff, that's kind of like one of my main uh, movement pieces in close range. A lot of people jump, a lot of people strafe. I try and do some nice little slides. It plays into that uh, quite well uh, to the point I like it on the triple take too. So <laughs> yeah, I'll I'll definitely put my yeah. bias out there for that one. <laughs> it's definitely good to mention. Um, one of the things that has also been a staple of the Peacekeeper is not just the peak damage, but just the range. You know, you're you're thinking about it's been called the sniper shotgun, mm-hmm. you know, in the past, you know, it would do like crazy range, decent damage. Um, but in, even in terms of comparing it to other shotguns, the Peacekeeper can often just outrange uh, its competition. Kind of taking a look at what that looks like, still within the reasonable context of a shotgun, we tested the Peacekeeper and the Eva at 5 meters, 10 meters, 15 meters, and 20 meters in their firing range. So going against the dummy, roughly the size of a legend, um, kind of looking at how much can these uh, shotguns do at different ranges. Peacekeeper, Eva, close range, 5 meters, can't miss against the dummy. It's going to do that max damage, 99, 56, uh, respectively. Mm-hmm. But as we go into the uh, further ranges, get a little less damage, of course, because you're hitting less pellets. Mm-hmm. Um, what's interesting is the Peacekeeper has more of a spread. So as we get further and further, it actually drops off much more steep than the EVA 8 does. Um, you know, that star pattern versus that figure 8 pattern uh, just kind of goes further out and around uh, kind of the outline of a legend or a dummy. That being said, if you are aiming down sights with the Peacekeeper, 
you are going to be very, very effective anywhere between 5 and 20 meters. You can deal 90 to 99 damage the vast majority of the time uh, when fully choked. But the kind of thing that I wanted to bring attention to, because that's probably obvious, is in the closest range situation, Peacekeeper is going to be stronger, more damage. But as you get out to that 15, 20 meter range, mm-hmm. um, which is you know more than the size of a Gibraltar bubble, you're really in the open at that point, um, you might be fine with either option if you're not aiming down sights. If you feel like shotgun is, you know, no penalty to aiming down sights, I don't want to have that penalty. I'm going to hip fire. If you want to hip fire, I'm probably going to push you more towards the EVA if you are thinking about using them at range. So that was something that I was personally shocked by a little bit. I have a question on the range that I'm going to ask you, but before we do, let's take a quick ad break. Welcome back. So quick question on the range for you, and I think this is something we can, we can continue to talk about. How much should we value that when we look at these shotguns, when we look at the yeah. EVAs and the PKs? What is that optimal use case for a shotgun? Is it the entry frag shotgun, or is it the swap as the secondary once you're close? Because I think range, obviously, if you're leading in with it, more important. If you're not leading in with it, less important. So where do you kind of stand on this range utility yeah. kind of impacting how we should look at these guns? Truth be told, I don't think it's massively important because I don't mm-hmm. think you should be leading with the shotgun, as weird as that is. The case where you should be leading with the shotgun is if you're using some mobility, so you're, you're ash portaling right on a team, mm-hmm. and you're all together. So if you're all together and you're able to do big chunk damage with shotguns, then you're at close range already. You know, it doesn't really matter uh, about the, the range of a shotgun. Um, yeah. So I think in most use cases, it doesn't really matter. What would you say? No, I agree with you. I think it's, I lead in with it if, I'm, if there's no chance of someone kind of shooting me on my way to the fight. So if you're running up on somebody, third party, you know that's going to be inside. I love taking that shotgun out. That mobility example is great as well. And I think to further reinforce it, a little less with the EVA, but more so with the PK, unless we're going double tap on EVA, I think it's really important for players to, if you hit a big chunk with the PK, don't risk it and go for the second chunk. Swap to your hopefully fully automatic gun and finish them off. I think you're going to have a lot more consistent success with the shotguns operating in that manner. But I'll double down by that and say, I think the range is not a super high-level important thing. It's a cool PK, ADS, has some strength niche thing, but not not the kind of thing that should sway the meta drastically, in my opinion, of these guns. Absolutely. I mean, if you're in a fight and you're close quarters, PK, it's all about the swap. You know, you you don't want to incur that three and a half second full Mm -hmm. reload. That's ridiculous. So you're going to want to swap no matter what. And doing the the tactical, the full reload on the SMG or the AR is going to be better. So I think firing off two rounds of Peacekeeper, swapping regardless of the damage that you did is probably the go-to strategy if you want to maximize the time Mm -hmm. to kill. Now going into the EVA 8, there's a little more to talk about. Um, when we think about subjectivity. Yeah. First things first, full auto. 
it couldn't be different, <laughs> more different. Like just a pump shotgun with the PK where there's a guaranteed delay in between and fully automatic on the Evo, which is sometimes out of control. Um, of course, you can tap fire it. That's what I mainly do with the Evo, but having the ability to, in a panic, <laughs> you know, spray with this weapon is pretty interesting. I got to be pretty close to going to the full auto, full auto to people. Yeah. It's definitely, I'm a tap. And I'll be honest to the listeners of this podcast, I did not know the Evo was full auto for longer than I would care to admit. Um, so if you are like me and not the brightest out there, Take note, full auto, you can hold that trigger down. Yep, it's a good tip. What's even crazier than if you didn't know that the EVA was full auto is the EVA 8 has no impact to the spread when you're aiming down sights. Crazy. Crazy fact. That means that 100% of the time, unless you're Gibraltar, you should be hit firing mm-hmm. the EVA. What that directly translates to is the ability to use a fully automatic shotgun with the highest magazine size in its class while strafing left to right, hip firing. I am not a Mad Maggie main, <laughs> but if I were, that is the reason that the Eva would be my favorite because she already has the mobility buff. Mm-hmm. If you're able to you know, add in that ultimate use the Eva, you're going to be unhittable relative to any other legend in the game, pretty much. Um, I think it's it's a subjective point for the EVA that they just are used so differently. You think PK is more, maybe a little bit of range while aiming down Mm -hmm. sights, definitely more peak damage, definitely the best in in your face shotgun, you know, high chunk damage. But the EVA, if you're dancing around in the open, you have that mobility, it's probably going to do better given its speed on the time to kill, magazine size, the rest of what, it. What about that double tap, though? Let's come back on the double tap from the subjective standpoint. How do you think it fits? Yeah. You know, on numbers, we said it's slow, mm-hmm. it's not good. But from a subjective standpoint, any burst is going to increase that chance for a headshot, which is going to really decrease the time to kill, deal more damage. So. I don't know. If I were to to decide which hop-up was better between the double tap and the kinetic feeder, I'd probably lean towards the double tap. But at that same point, having fully automatic, having more control over you know the shots that you put out, given that they're already so fast, it's not necessary. You know, I don't necessarily think you need the double tap in order to be successful with the EVA. Yeah. I think that's the key point is that it's not needed. And I think a lot of people assume that it is. So th- that's really what I just wanted to take away uh, from it. I think they play so differently with their hop-ups that it's hard to always choose one or the other. And uh, I think that's why if you are kind of a shotgun person, a lot of the time for me, it comes down to what are you finding uh, if you don't have a strong preference already. Yeah. Now, didn't really want to do this, um, but since we're talking about shotguns, don't want to fully ignore the Mozambique because I know a lot of listeners are probably you know screaming for the Mozambique. It's probably better than the PK. Um, want to take a look at the numbers really okay. quick. Um, and it's a pretty fair comparison because the Mozambique is fully automatic just like the EVA. So you're kind of working in a pretty similar vein. 
What's interesting about the Mozam from a numbers perspective is the magazine size is six. So it's in the middle between the Peacekeeper's five and the Eva's eight. Mm-hmm. Preload speed, really, really good. You're beating out both of the shotguns on both the tactical and the full reload at 1.9 seconds tactical and 2.4 full. Time to kill is what I think maybe people are misled by, but you could also be very impressed by the truth. Mm -hmm. You have a time to kill against a white armored enemy if you're only hitting body shots of 1.51 seconds. Compare that to the Peacekeeper, which is at 2.05, Mozam better. You compare it to the EVA A at 1.16, Mozambique, pretty competitive. Far from being identical, but it, it will kind of work. If you introduce the hammer point, um, you get to be in a little different place because the time to kill against white is going to be 1.36 seconds, much, much closer to the EVA 8. So if maybe you like the spread of the Mozambique or you like the feel uh, of having a pistol, having a little more mobility, you could honestly be competitive against the EVA um, in a similar style, like styled mm-hmm, engagement. Mm-hmm. You know, you're in the open, you're strafing, you're using them the same fully automatically, perhaps. Um, you could be competitive. I, I do think there's also, I'll just throw in like, we've been have kind of given the Mozam some love this season when we're playing privately. I think there's also something to say about the, while there is some difficulty around it, it's a, pretty easy and forgiving weapon to use i feel like i know you didn't go into the details on the pellet spread and stuff but it's one of those weapons where you just kind of feel like oh i'm kind of hitting your shots more often than not uh when you use it which is i think when you hear that opinion from enough people you start to think about okay maybe there is something there with that as well totally i think in terms of like pellet spread and its consistency i would put mozambique Mm -hmm. at the top followed by the EVA and then the Peacekeeper at the bottom. Um, pretty close pack, but I uh, definitely think the Mozambique is consistent. Now, Hammer Point, some people live and die by the Hammer Point, literally, uh, in-game. When we look at accuracy, I think that's where you get that combination of the consistency, the damage per second, and that magazine size, because you have to hit 67% of your shots without the Hammer Point. That puts it so much farther behind the PK and the EVA, which is at 40 and 37 respectively. But with the hammer point, mm-hmm. that drops down to 50%. You know, you have, you're you saving one on the shots to kill, and that really saves you a lot of time. And so that accuracy is only 50% compared to 60 and 75 with the Peacekeeper and the EVA. So honestly, early game, gotta love that Mozambique. It's got a lot of good marks for it. When it comes to the end game, though, a little different of a story. Hammer Point isn't as impactful because you just have way more armor to, to not even apply the Hammer Point. And that accuracy is going to go all the way up to 83% because you have to hit five out of six shots. Um, you know, you compare that to the Peacekeeper in the EVA late game at 80 and 100% accuracy. Um, it's a little bit of a tight race. Honestly, my perspective is you probably shouldn't be carrying uh, a shotgun into the late game regardless, but early, mid-game, Mozambique, probably worth a try. Yeah, I think that's very fair. I'm ready for a conclusion. Um, What do you think about these? No, I think overall, if we're kind of wrapping things up, I think it comes down to the question of 
can we say which one's better? Do we have a preference or is there too much of that? Like we kind of talked about the feel subjectivity to these guns to kind of crown a champ uh, this season around. Uh, I kind of would like to get your thoughts as the, yeah. as the number guy that's not as much the shotgun player as well. I think it's a good perspective. Yeah, as a non-shotgun player, as the number guy, you look at these numbers and they're honestly very competitive given that you use these weapons so differently. You know, the, the EVA is in its strongest state ever. And it is very, very good in the open, moving left to right, I think in the hands of Maggie. But the Peacekeeper is still reigning very, very strong in that close range situation and those peak fights. So it kind of depends on team, the game mode, the environment that you're in. I'm personally going to leave lean towards the EVA because I want a little bit more forgiveness. Mm-hmm. I want to have that mobility. And I love the fact that I don't have to aim down sights. And the Peacekeeper does slow you down because we didn't talk about you know that choke speed and that mm-hmm. aiming down sight speed. And in game, I feel like that really slows you down and you know you miss more shots that you couldn't take because you're waiting for that. Choke. Yeah, I totally think that's a good point. Um, yeah, I guess sharing my opinion on them overall, I think you know the Eva's in a pretty dang good state, and I'm actually using the weapon unlike in previous seasons, and so. I got to give it a nod there. Um, I, for me, it does a little bit come down to what is the need out of the shotgun? Am I playing with a Gibraltar who's pushing bubble fights? If so, I tend to lean PK. But in the more kind of like do-it-all situation, I've been enjoying the EVA a ton this season. And like you were even saying, Mozam early game, happily will carry that until I find uh, whichever one I I want for the current situation. And you know, if you get a hammer point on there too, and the game's going quick. I think it can be a, it can be worth the close. I think they're in a cool spot though, where they're both good and both effective, and kind of serve different roles within the same class. And so it's not like, oh, I'm only being killed by PKs or I'm only being killed by Evas, which is kind of what leads to a lot of frustration in Apex mm-hmm. when there's kind of one gun dominating the class. I think you have a balance this season, which is a pretty cool thing, rather than going kind of full towards the Eva and saying, hey. Eva will and should reign supreme this season. Yeah, I think, like you said, that early game hammer point Mozam definitely worth a worth a use. Um, regardless of what shotgun you lean on, I think no matter what, you have to really think about being close with your team, whether that is inside of a Gibraltar bubble or pushing people with a pad or an Ashel or a portal, whatever it is. If you can stay together and deal high damage, it doesn't matter as much when you miss. And that's kind of a problem when you're going up against fully automatic weapons that have more forgiveness. So if you can stay close and you want to use shotguns as a team, that's where you're going to really maximize that time to kill and overwhelm uh, that enemy by getting that first knock. Yeah, 100%. It was a fun episode. I'm glad we got to talk shotguns uh, overdue and I'm glad we got it in. But thank you so much to our producer of the Third Party 10 who supports us over on Patreon. Hit the plus on Apple, drop a follow on Spotify, and check out the Discord via the link in the description. Thank you so much for listening to the Third Party Podcast. We'll catch you next time. Peace. Hey now, another squad coming in. Boom, whole squad down. Hey, brother, not today. Maybe tomorrow.